welcome to the Next Tuesday Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Caroline. I'm Susie. And we're making women great again. Even though we were always great. We'll see you next and every Tuesday. This is so fucking cheesy. <laughs> it's so, so natural. Hey guys, Caroline here. Before you listen to this episode, we wanted to give you a heads up. This is the first episode that we recorded with a third person, aka our first interview episode, and we still really didn't know how to use any of our equipment. It was in the beginning of January, and we were just really excited to get started. So the audio quality here is really, really poor. However, we wanted to share it with you because there's a lot of really awesome information. Bethany Frazier is just a dream to work with and be around, and she gives a lot of really good insights. So when you listen to this episode, please keep that in mind and be patient with us as we were just learning how to do all this. Also, please don't leave us a really bad rating in iTunes for this episode. We promise that going forward, they're going to be a lot better. Thanks again, and we're going to see you next Tuesday. Hey again, welcome to podcast three of the Next Two's podcast, where we make women great again. Yeah, totally always been really, really fucking fabulous. Yeah, we've been fucking amazing, actually. Pretty much, and today we can't wait to share a pretty fucking phenomenal goddess who will be on momentarily. I'm just wondering kind of from all of you and I hope that you'll write in at some point and tell us what you think but uh, we're thinking about New Year's intentions and resolutions and I actually don't know from you Care um, what do you think about New Year's resolutions or like clearing the slate? So I think it's a good idea to do and I think it's a really cool thing to do um, as someone who has always had to suffer through the whole like gym resolution because mm, it's that time where everyone's getting skinny yeah it's like everyone's like, I'm so skinny yeah. yeah and then like everybody's going to the gym it's kind of I like, hate the gym at the beginning of the yes. year yes I hate the gym at five o'clock after work but then multiply that times like the dinosaur age and then times um global warming and then times the population yeah and then times like a hundred more things that make no sense in this context um that's how much i hate the gym at the start of the new year it makes sense to me because i feel the exact same way it's just it's so crazy and busy and like even my yoga studio like that i love 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 i go to a couple yoga studios but Two of them are my, like, most frequent, I guess, visited. But the one I go to more frequently, I'm just like, can we not do New Year's resolution What studio is that? Um, So I go to a hot house in the West End. I know you teach at Humble Haven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. West End is just a hike for me. Yeah, and that's the one I go to. I really do love Humble Haven, but I like to go to hot house way out in the middle of nowhere because... I don't want to talk to anybody mm. or know anybody or yeah. like have to that makes sense. interact. It's your private space. Right, exactly. It's like it's like a private situation for me. So you're so zen- I don't see zone. anyone I know. Yeah. Hmm. It's like I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to be there yeah. and not have to smile. Yeah, it's always awkward for me when I go and practice and I have a really shitty day and then I'm all of a sudden crying on my mat and then I like look at people and it's like, what's wrong? And I'm like Peace, bitches. Bye. See you next time. Yeah. Like, I feel like if anyone, if I was going to have, like, a moment anywhere, like, having it with Suzanne. Well, with Suzanne at Humble Haven. She's lovely. I could probably do that, but also just, like. Not me, though. Well, yeah, you do. I'm a dinosaur. You're a dinosaur? You have no feelings. (laughs) I have no feelings. I'm a dinosaur with no feelings. I'm a vampire. Yeah. Yeah, no, I really like them. I love them, actually. And. I used to live downtown, so I would go there a lot more often. Mm-hmm. But now I don't live downtown. But you're closer to me, so. it's Yeah, I'm closer to you, thank God. And then it's kind of, like, annoying to drive downtown. I totally get why people never wanted to visit me. Yeah, parking can be a nightmare. But it can happen. Anyway, New Year's resolutions, intentions. Okay, so you don't like and the whole, I'm going to get skinny now is kind of old. What about other personal goals or what do you, do you ever think about it for yourself in terms of like where you're headed for another year? I think it's a good time to just kind of like assess where you are and to mm-hmm. just take a second and breathe because like every, almost everybody has off on the first. Yeah. And you just take a second and you're like, okay. 
where am I now? Where do I want to be this time next year? Mm -hmm. What have I done? Take the time to reflect. Yeah, reflect and just be like, all right, this is kind of what's going on. I think it's good to, that we have, I mean, we definitely need to be doing that more often in general mm -hmm. in our lives, but I think it is good that we have a time when everyone is encouraged to do that. Yeah, I think for me, I love using my birthday as that mm -hmm. check-in to be like, okay, this is my what year of life and in this next year of living from the time that I catapulted into the universe, what do I want to create? Who do I want to be? Yeah. Um, what is kind of my intention? But I do think the start of the new year is that space where we can kind of take stock of not only our events, but what's happened in the world and in the country. And it's kind of the energy of it is more universal to the extent that we're all engaging in this practice. And even yeah. if we're not consciously engaging, it's happening. Right. Um, and I think I am big in just intentions. I hate the word resolution, honestly. Like, I just yeah. don't like resolution because it's like, what are you resolving, really? Right. And it, What does that mean? Like, what does that even mean? It's kind of saying, like, everything you did up to this point wasn't good enough, and so now yeah. you need to resolve to be a better person, but you're already a fucking badass woman or guy or dude or whoever you are. Like, own that, but be intentional about what you want to create in your year instead yeah. of resolving that you're going to fix a problem because I think resolutions sometimes are, like, problem-oriented and intentions are more like how do I claim my power and become this person who I am inspired to be that's a really good point actually um I have not thought about it like that in the sense of like resolution versus like resolution as a negative thing versus intention which is definitely like a more positive forward-looking yeah Thing. And I think that's a very, very good point. Um, from a business perspective, this is kind of interesting. My current boss forces us all to go on a um, retreat every year. Oh, when is that? It's usually like the 3rd to the 5th of January. Oh. And he puts us all in a van. Creepy. <laughs> I know, right? Blindfolded. <laughs> Essentially. We have no idea where we're going. And he drives us somewhere. We all have to spend the entire weekend together. Oh doing, my god! You don't know where you're going. We have no idea where we're going. Do they tell like you what to pack? Not really. That's kind of like, anxiety what they provoking. Right. It is. It was very anxiety provoking because last year was my first year of doing it, and um, that's actually really terrifying to me. Oh yeah, I feel for like me, I'm getting kidnapped. You you kind of do. You kind of feel like you're getting kidnapped, but and like, not in like a hazing positive. Like I love these people who are taking me somewhere. It's like shit. Like they might uh, kill me because they don't want to pay me anymore. Uh, you know, I've never thought that. Although I will say, so Susie and I were actually sorority sisters. We were. I think we mentioned that one time. We probably did. Probably. Um, but I remember we did this thing where it was either your class or the class of, I think it was your class. Like kid, like quote Pledge unquote. Class kidnapped us oh. quote unquote but we like knew what was happening you guys like i know nothing about that it was you might have been in australia i might have blacked out yeah too it was so fun because we like knew what was happening but anyway yeah so it's kind of like that <laughs> you all get in a car and so last year my friend brennan my business partner or business partner like partner in this office at mm -hmm. the time she and i had to drive together he gave us coordinates as to where to go coordinates yeah it was crazy that's wild it was wild he gave us that information and then so we had to drive separately because then the blacksburg office was going in a separate car so usually everybody has to get in one van but because we were in richmond we were like we're not driving all the way to blacksburg and then driving somewhere okay so and one of the rules is he will never make you backtrack okay so i ended up figuring out where we were going um it was thanks to like google maps Actually, he sent a... I'm so creepy. This is how creepy I am. This is also how creepy I am when I date, like when I go on dates with guys, just to preface this. But I, um, he sent a photo of, or a screenshot of the hotel room floor plan. Okay, so you just Googled all I did that. a reverse image search oh. on the floor plan. This is why she's a lawyer, guys. <laughs> she will figure shit out. I'm pretty creepy. And figured out 
the exact hotel that we were staying in and where we were going. Okay. So then and you I was could like, put it yeah. into Google Maps and right. it would be way less of a mind tease. Yeah, so for so I figured it out and he was like kinda mad. But um we will go we would go and we were all literally sequestered in a hotel suite together. Um I think there were seven lawyers and three support staff, like paralegals and um uh, administrative staff and we all just set our intentions for the business for a new year mm. and I think that's actually a really good thing because your personal goals and your business goals are very very different uh, so that's kind of why I brought that up because I think it's very good to in a way I think it's good to separate the two yeah definitely well it helps with that balance right yeah of work and life Exactly. Well, and it's really interesting, too, because when you think about the business year, I mean, the physical year ends at the end of December anyway. Well, it can. Technically, you can make it anytime you want. Okay. Well, technically, (laughs) that's new news to me. So my business year ends on the 31st. And um, I think about that only because it's such a good benchmark to see what you've cultivated Mm -hmm. and the productivity and whatever has succeeded within your product range or your services. And in terms of growing that, it's a good benchmark space to say, okay, I'll I'll make these goals financially and this is what I need to do to grow my business uh, in order to kind of check in every year and see where you're headed or how you're going. Yeah, I agree. I I think that when other people are checking into, it's a nice kind of like peer pressure almost. Mm, it's a conversation. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? And it kind of pushes you to consider, even if you're not a resolution or intention or any kind of planner. Right. It kind of makes you take pause to say, like, I might hate this. However, within that space where do I want to go this year? Even if I don't say it out loud. Yeah. Yes. I also am big in mantras. So I think at the start of the year, I kind of have an idea of the energy that I want to create. And so, I mean, this year I moved to Richmond. I had a full-time job that I felt supported in, but not inspired to be a part of. Um, I mean, and I mean, more of like the ongoing sense. It's been a great experience, but I think for me, my my mantra this year was, I am building, I am creating to land in a life that I love, and it's so fascinating because I would come back to that mantra at various points, and while it doesn't happen all at first, and I think sometimes we put so much pressure that by by March, like our whole year has sorted sorted itself out. And definitely by my March, I was like in the middle of my my Saturn return. I was like energetically like, what the fuck am I doing in Richmond? Like, where am I professionally? What am I doing personally? Um, and we need those things. But I think for me, sometimes I get caught up in like, this isn't happening immediately. However, when you hold on to that mantra, that energy, I look back now and I look at this past year and really that building and creating and cultivating happened in the last four months, four to five months of the year. And I think some of it was so much preparation and self-talk to be like, and kind of dealing with that negative space to cultivate um, or to catapult me into the space of being like, all right. This, this is what I doing. said I was going to do, and here I am landing in a lot of shit. Yeah. But really okay, great connections are. and really great people and relationships that I never would have happened upon if I hadn't gone through the hard parts while hoping to create the building and creating. So now I'm like, what do I want my mantra to be now? You know, now that you're saying that, I think that's really interesting because... I'm from the middle of nowhere, Farmville. Um, we're both from Maryland. We're both from Maryland. But I'm she's from, on the other side of the Bay Bridge, and I'm from nice, preppy Annapolis. I am from kind of like a very rural place where we don't even have a school or fire department or cable or internet. Um, so when I go home to my parents' house, I'm completely disconnected. It's anyway, nice. it's kind of nice, but it's at the same time I'm kind of like, oh wow, I wish I could like stream Netflix in my bed at my parents' house, or like, you know, stream music 
literally any of those things. Yeah. Um, Stream. But I think it's interesting because traditionally the August, September, October, November months are the months where farmers are creating and cultivating their crops for the next year. They're replanting their fields. Well, energetically too. Yeah, it's a time of fire. I mean, that's the heat. That's the sun. And I mean, in our bodies, energetically, the fire, the manapura chakra, um, kind of between our sternum and our navel center is that space of heat, of transformation, of energy. So it all kind of comes together to, it, that's really interesting point. Things to think about. Well, whatever your intentions of 2017 or maybe new intentions after you're inspired to set intentions and take away your resolutions. Because remember, yeah. you are perfectly imperfect. The way you are, you're perfect. Susie's also singing a lot tonight, I'm too. singing so much tonight, guys. And I'm so excited for this next segment where we bring in a lady boss in the community to share all that she's creating because... When we talk about intention setting and inspiring and, and tuning in to your internal yeah. power, we're about to speak to this amazing, phenomenal inspiration of woman. After talking with her, I feel so energized and so just like You can hopeful. do anything. Yeah, amazing. So we are so blessed. The person that we are talking about today is the lovely Bethany, Bethany Frazier. Okay, so now we have the privilege of having our first outside boss babe come in and talk to us this evening. So we are fortunate enough to have Bethany Frazier of Maven Made and You Are Venus, co-creator, here with us. Hello, Bethany. Hello. <laughs> Um, I've actually been really, really excited and I wanted to wait until we started recording to talk about how excited I was because when I started my law practice, when I was solo, it was a couple years ago and I went around and talked to just a bunch of like random women in Richmond that I found that were running businesses and everybody was like, oh my gosh, you should go talk to Bethany, like, name and blah, blah, blah. And I was so scared because you had like, Everybody was like, oh my God, she's amazing. And she's like, no, cool. But you had this physical product. And for some reason, I was so intimidated by oh that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so I was like, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. So I was like starstruck. So the fact that when Susie was like, oh my gosh, Bethany should be our first person on, I got so excited because it's kind of like that full circle. Awesome. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's yeah. happening. It's All finally happening. in the flow. Um, so Bethany, can you tell us a little bit and all those listening about how you got started with Maven Made and how you and your friend Brittany started You Are Venus? Sure. So I'll start with You Are Venus first. You Are Venus started on October 31st, 2013. Halloween. Which is um, your favorite. It's my favorite holiday. Yeah. It's Christmas right now and I feel like you need to dress up in Halloween costumes. Yes. <laughs> throw some bats on the door or something. So your Venus started really with the intention of creating inspirational quotes and posting them on the website. That was my intention. We just need to be inspiring for women. So the backstory of your Venus, Brittany and I, my friend Brittany, who lives in Oklahoma, we met each other in 2005. We were both waiting tables at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah! <laughs> you talk about come full circle. That's our story. So um, we've been friends for millennia. We've been through a whole lot together. Just crazy, crazy moments. Being dirt poor. Um, she was married. She got divorced. I came out with my sexuality. So much happened. Anyways. And we were always the catalyst in one another's life to change for the better and to also, I guess, wake one another up. So with that intention in mind, we wanted not to wake other women up, but just provide space, provide this platform that was originally these, these quotes. Well, we knew quickly it was going to change. Brittany told me one day we'll be hosting retreats. And <laughs> my mind was like, no, no, that's, that's a lot. 
Um, but <laughs> we're about to host our fourth retreat now in Oklahoma. When is it? So that retreat is going to be May 5th through May 7th. And we are actually adding a music festival aspect to it. So we're going full circle. Uh, Actually, we're going in real deep with this one. So since then, we've done retreats. We've we've just had a lot of really cool success. It's not success in a financial, monetary aspect. It's success just embracing and providing safe space to women. And um, each retreat, there's so much energy and so much release. And with release, you can go on and be a better human being in this in this world. Maven Made started in officially started in 2014. Maven Made was actually called Comfort and Joy. Really? Yes. What a perfect name for the season. Right. That's Christmassy. Well, now we're moving into January while you're listening to this. But how appropriate. Well, that's why I named it. (laughs) Tidings of Comfort and Joy in the song, which oh is really weird. And Christmas isn't right. your favorite season? Right. Interesting. But Comfort and Joy, those two words kind of just aligned with the products I was doing. Mm-hmm. But um, Comfort and Joy quickly grew into Made and Made. And I created Made and Made alongside with... Can you ask? Sorry, before I want to hear that too. But how did you come up with Made and Made? Like, how did you get there? Sure. So Made and Made was originally created by a friend and I. We decided we wanted two names for it, and we wanted kind of a little bit of alliteration. So I really had the, I feel like a lot of women, and I don't want to, you know, put us into a gender stereotype, but I feel like a lot of women have, like, a list of baby names, mm. either on their phone, mine was on my Or phone. dog names, like me, because I'm a freak. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Or I not. do love names. It's fine. <laughs> So Maeve was M-A-E-V-E mm-hmm. was one of my baby names. Such a good one. So I read that one out loud. It stuck with like Maeve, Maeve, Maven, 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 Maeve. And like it happened within five minutes. And actually Maven is a Jewish slang term for a know-it-all, which Love was it. perfect. So Maven made, well, the whole line originally was created. I struggled with really terrible cystic acne. Instead of going on Accutane for the second time, um, because I was on a, a first time, obviously, I had really bad reactions. I started hallucinating out of my peripheral visions, which a very rare side effect, but it started happening to me at work. It was insane. And people were insane. It was just like shadowy. Okay. Oh, um, but it was really creepy. Right. right. It was really creepy. I did not go on Accutane for the second time. I started researching vitamins, nutrition, essential oils, organically came in that path and I was really hesitant on like oils Mm. on my skin I really have oily skin already that doesn't make sense but I've tried it and I created a facial serum that's what launched uh, comfort and joy and then it grew into maven made but it's the same exact uh, facial serum that I sell today and it has totally transformed my skin but at the same time, I've let go of a lot of things that no longer serve me. So I feel like that released a lot of blockages and stuff like that. So we're all about the release here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning to release. Purge it. We're learning to release. We're learning yeah. to process. Yeah. So that's the story. Wow. There's so many other little stories that go along with it. But now I do Maven Made on my own. I still do You Are Venus with Brittany. And it's proving that it's working. Yeah, that's amazing. So, yeah, because your skin's great. And Thank so you. I'm someone who I never had skin problems growing oh. up. But until now, because in the past couple of years, I, came, I went off birth control, which was kind of like screwing with me in other ways. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, my skin started being like, hey, you mm-hmm. got this now. Like, I'm like, what is this adult acne? Like, I'm almost 30. What? Like, what? Adult acne. That's what that is. Oh and my god. Typically it's an imbalance of hormones too. Yeah, I always talk to Bethany about this because for me I feel like I have always been blessed with good skin, but I've watched my brother struggle with his skin and mm-hmm. he's had severe acne for a long time. And I also watch his diet and I was thinking, you know, there's so much you could do to improve this. But I think it's so fascinating because I'm so new to the essential oils and I'm so excited to learn how they can enhance clients' um, health and, you know, how you feel about yourself and yeah. treating things outside of the nutrition because I think it is such a combination and 
we have to meet people where they're at. So if you're not willing to stop eating block of cheese and you know <laughs> deal with that, if you're able to apply something to your skin and feel like that is effective, I mean that's an amazing thing to be yeah. able to try. And it's not just essential oils. More so, what I'm I'm really digging into and doing research on are fatty oils. Mm-hmm. So like the nut oil. So mm-hmm. the base of a lot of my potions, my brother calls them, <laughs> um, are apricot kernel, jojoba evening primrose so those typically they're derived from like the nut or kernel Mm -hmm. of fruit um and they provide so many just beautiful vitamins and antioxidants and um evening evening primrose is actually helps with hormonal balance so you can make a serum a potion Mm -hmm. and rub it on uh, clockwise on your belly and your lower back during your cycle and it will it will help um, with some essential oils See, that's why I'm right now. Mm-hmm. Nice try that out. Need to get some primrose. I have some. I have it in bulk, so I can make you a little. There you go. Ocean. Magical power. It's happening, guys. It's, it's happening. all happening. I'm and coming I think the lights on. You're coming. Your care is getting woo. I'm getting woo woo. So I love it. it. The lawyer becomes a witch. So excited. Uh, um, and I think. I the cool thing about what you're saying too is all of that derives from natural whole food kind of nuts real product so it it becomes you know back to the what we as an American culture and society we just throw shit into everything and additives and there's so many things we buy in the grocery store at a beauty product and we can't pronounce any of the names and there's so much stuff and the fact that you're creating things that are making significant differences but are also extremely natural and healthy for people and such a wonderful thing. That's right. And I'm trying to put, uh, everything is at a very low price point too. Because I don't want anyone, depending on whatever your income level is, I don't want it to prohibit you. I don't want it to have to make you buy crappy face lotion and loaded yeah. with chemicals that mm-hmm. are going to disrupt your hormones. Right. Which could in turn cause infertility issues or, or I mean like you have to think it, it's literally a domino effect when it comes to female hormones so creating these products they're all natural I mean it's um I want them to be accessible um we love anyone. so like talk to me a little bit more about the chemical because I mean you hear these things like oh use like all natural like mm-hmm. use these natural things you know talk to me about talk to me talk to me about the chemicals and like what they do you know what sure. how does that screw with you yeah. essentially you know i mean i guess obviously we're putting crappy stuff in your face every day but like mm-hmm. what does that do to me well it goes right into the bloodstream um so your skin is the largest organ on your body which is hard for a lot of people to think about because it's so exposed it's the one organ exposed to the elements so mm-hmm. when you put things loaded with certain chemicals which everything parabens okay it can disrupt your hormonal balance um, also, it's just clogging to your mm-hmm. skin. Um, it may make it look smooth, but it's typically like a wax or some kind of substance that's not normal. So, like take for instance the uh, the facial serum I make. The base oil, the majority of it is a hobo oil. That is the most um, well. It's the same pH as your skin, so your skin recognizes it as its own instead of battling and conflicting. So. Um, when I had really bad acne, I would always buy these mattifying toners and mattifying lotions right. and oil, you know, blocking things. Well, what I was doing is I was creating more oil because I was putting all this crap on my skin. And my skin would overproduce oil, then goes to acne. Um, so it's just like this cascade effect. But once your skin gets used to a natural product, I'm telling you, it's like it, it goes back in like, almost like a primal thing it's like I like this and as soon as you put something else on your skin it throws it all off it's crazy I also want you all to know listening jojoba oil um is also jojoba oil right it with a j j o j o b a yeah because my husband buys it for his beard and he's like jojoba oil and I was like what is that? It's jojoba. Oh my god, I've called it jojoba oil. Okay. Oh my. Yeah. So I was. I, I know oh it's god. one of those things, and I just totally butchered it on the way in. But you know, I just. 
so that we all get clear on this amazing oil. Okay, yeah, I call it jo- either jojoba or jojoba. Yeah, like some yeah. sort of like Star Wars situation. I know all of it. Yeah, when I hear things, sometimes I'm like, "How do you smell that?" And and then I look for it on the shelf, and I'm like, "I don't think it exists." What are these what people talking about? So it actually starts with a J, and it is magical. Uh, is that um, something you can get at Elwood's? Or like um, I think, Whole Foods? Yes, I think Elwood sells the Sorry, I keep cutting Susie off. Like, is that something I can eat that, like, will make me healthy or no? I don't know if you want to ingest that. Okay. I'm not, I don't know that much about, I'm the that. idiot here. Like, I know you're supposed no. to, like, eat coconut oil, but, like, which I do. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Coconut oil is amazing. Yeah, I don't think you want to ingest jojoba. Okay. Jojoba. I'll ingest the jojoba joba. I'll just rub it on your skin. Just rub it all over. Delightful. In all the crevices. Yes. So, I love all of this natural, holistic talk because that's my jam. But I also want to know, and I think we're interested in learning a lot about your business journey. And so, I was just wondering, I know for myself, I never really saw myself owning a business or really becoming an entrepreneur. And now I can't see myself not doing that. So, is this something that you saw yourself creating like as a child or... When did it become clear that you were going to run the world? Run the world. Yes. <laughs> we're all aspiring, you know? I'm, I'm not going to say anything else about that. <laughs> so I never thought that I would be a small business owner or a lady boss. But I have always had an entrepreneurial spirit ever since I was a small child. So. Um, we would take family vacations in Colorado every 4th of July and we were kids. There were huge pine trees and we would make little stores in each, under each pine tree and like these little shops and my cousin and I, we made every year, we made a little shop and we called it the flower tree and we would like make tea for our aunts and uncles and our grandparents and like make pine needle pancakes and like pretend to sell them and they would actually pay us for everything. That's pretty sweet. So it, it's funny looking back, um, we would also play like hotel at my grandparents' house. I always loved being in charge. Um, I am a Virgo. And yes! Very yes. much a Virgo. Um, and I'm analytical. Um, but I, you know, astrology aside, I've always liked control. I've always liked to create, but I never thought I would be doing what I'm doing. But when I probably thought I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, I was in a point in my life where I really didn't know self-love. Um, mm-hmm. And now I do. So it, it feels right. Like it feels like this is what I'm supposed to be doing, even if I'm not doing Maven Made or your Venus 10 years from now. This is part of my path. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it was, I, I can see mirroring of it when I was a younger child. But no, I never thought I would be doing exactly what I'm doing now. I love that you um, had a flower business I had a child. Like, how does that, you're so intuitive. It's weird. Yeah, the flower tree. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was unbelievable. And then the the girls had a flower tree, and the boys had, like, a rock shop, and they would go and hike and find crystals, and their shop was called Rocks and so much more. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's awesome, though. Like, 10 and 6-year-olds, like, small business. But we were all like that. Um... That's so cool. Every summer. It was really cool. Yeah. Lots of inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Um, trying to think if there are any other, like, things that... I, I can't think of anything else. That was the hotel and the flower tree. So what was your job um, before you started You Are Venus? So my... Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, I know, but like in that space, like when I started, um, you are Venus, and when I started Maven Made, you're talking about the job I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a job, probably the worst job I've ever had. I was not in a happy place. Um, I was in a very manipulative and very male-dominated uh, nine-to-five or 
But I'm telling you, I had to be in that space and in that environment to see the contrast of what I was doing. It all worked itself out, and I still have a full-time job. Your Venus and Maiden Maid are still my side businesses. Um, that will probably change here soon, um, which I'm really excited about. But I'm letting it happen organically and naturally and not pushing things too much, but taking the push when it feels right. Oh my gosh, there are so many good things to ask follow-up questions on everything you just said in this last sentence. Go for it. Um, I know, poor care. I'm like, oh my gosh, all of the questions are fantastic. But I guess we were talking a bit last week, and Karen and I talked about this a lot, um, of how we have to go through the challenging times and the hard times that are the catalyst to whatever we create or to really recognize like what we won't tolerate in our life. And so I guess to our viewers and listeners, what are some practices you have for staying in a space that doesn't feel totally authentic while pushing yourself into a space that you're cultivating into life while trying to balance those two very different sides of yourself? Absolutely. So um, my, well, what I do now full time, it's um, still a happy environment. I'm really lucky I'm not working in an office environment anymore, which really has, I feel like, been a weight lifted off of my shoulders. But I do uh, check in a lot with myself. Um, And also, I mean, I do Maven Made out of my home. So as soon as I'm home, I mean, my home feels like the Maven Made den to me. It has. (laughs) I mean, you've been in the house. Yeah, it's lovely. It's very, um, the energy is just healing and natural and planty and and all that stuff but um I feel like I found a really good balance hustling two different energies from my full-time job to made and made and to your Venus um and it's just it's, it's natural to me um I'm just able to switch back and forth really easily um which is really weird sometimes yeah that's that's mm-hmm. real I think it's a skill because I think mm-hmm. A lot of times, I mean, I am not switching back and forth between, like, hustles, but I'm switching back and forth between, like, lawyer Caroline and then, like, normal human being Caroline. And so being able to kind of use your, you know, like, be like, this is who I am in this space and this is who I am in another space, like, that, I think that's such a skill to be able to, like, turn it off or turn it on or whatever. You know, or not let one affect the other because I know for me, right. I find myself at my full time job thinking all about what I want to do outside of my full time job, and mm-hmm. and especially if there's like few things I have on my to do list, like my mind just can't stay focused. It's constantly wandering. Right. Also, with Maven Made, or when I'm writing a blog post for your Venus, or doing an Instagram post, I do not allow negativity, frustration, any of that spectrum of energy into the process of making or writing. Mm -hmm. Because I believe when I am making uh, a batch of sleep serums and I'm on edge or I'm thinking about work or I'm thinking about how my partner didn't, I don't know, wash the dishes, (laughs) wash, oh, that's a great one. (laughs) Me and my relationship. (laughs) I cannot... Because I believe energetically when you are feeling that, you are putting it into the product. Or those people are putting it onto their their body. It's all energy. It feels really wrong to me. And that's why I'm big into all my stuff being ethically sourced. Because you are putting that energy in. And if somebody was underpaid or treated poorly as an employee that's harvesting the lavender, I'm telling you, you're going to get that going to seep right into your body um whoa so that's really important for me mm-hmm. that is literally not something i've like thought of before don't everyone go buy me even made because it's high quality <laughs> and they both good freaking and i it out as much as i can and she's so zen i mean just listen yeah. to her makes <laughs> me like mm-hmm. well that's yeah that's a question i want i mean you kind of hit that question that i wanted to ask about like how do you balance that you know the business side of it where you're like okay numbers and knowing you're a Virgo, it's like, okay, spreadsheets and numbers. Totally. With the, like, I need to be then and, 
zenning out between like the zen oh, side, obviously, and the business side. I mean, it's gotta play into one another, I'm sure, in yes, some way. It definitely does, but I will tell you, um, the amazing woman that I've aligned with in this lifetime, which is my best friend, Brittany, um, she is the one, I mean, fully who has showed me what this balance is. Um, and she's my business partner for your Venus. She is super fiery. She mm-hmm. kind of just thinks something comes up with an idea and puts it out there. And I'm like, whoa, 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 you need to proofread this. Like, we need to talk about it. Well, she's like, no. She always says, we can't withhold this. We can't be safe. You can't be safe, Bethany. And I need someone, even though sometimes it pisses me off. I need to have that because I can be safe, 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 safe all the time. But she's really the one that pushes me a lot. So I think it trickles down to Maven Maid too. So I'm able to play the whimsical dreamer, put stuff out there that's a little that can be a little bit hippy dippy, and it's going to get more hippy dippy. But to go back and be analytical, um, I'm definitely the more analytical side of you are Venus. Right. She is. She's beautiful with content. I mean, she um, she just she doesn't even talk. She channels when she talks. It's crazy. Crazy just watching her just shit comes out of my yeah. shit comes out Please, of her mouth. We're and so explicit here. I mean, like, let's be real. We're not gonna ever have any like non-explicit rating for yeah. literally any podcast. I also just wanna um point out for those who can't see us, Bethany is holding a crystal. So she is channeling that safety <laughs> in the moment and probably manifesting all the good juju for our podcast and her business and all of you all simultaneously because she's that powerful. Um, so she has a wand for her potions. I don't even know what that means, but I'm, I'm digging yeah. it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm wearing a suit skirt. And I love it. We're all... And I just yeah. went to the gym and smell like a... You don't smell that. No, not at all. You didn't smell that last night either. Because I have Maven Maid Mist that's the cinnamon Christmas spray. <laughs> just spray around myself. I think that's so interesting. And I think it's really cool that you're kind of, you know, mate in this situation, in this like business world is a woman. When I started at my law firm, I had like, it's like the work wife situation. Like so many people I know have this like work wife Mm. that we latch on to as your like human tower, the things on the coast. Lighthouse, lighthouse, lighthouse. There's a carousel. Lighthouse. Carousel. 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 Yeah, well, I think it's really interesting because, like, I tend to migrate towards, well, my whole life I've migrated towards guys as, like, my friends. But, like, in this work situation I, or in this business situation, I feel like women a lot of times do flock to that, like, feminine person mm-hmm. that they have as mm-hmm. they're, like, oh, my God, we're this together. And I, I don't know. I don't know what that means. And I don't really know. Yeah, I guess it goes back to that whole idea right now. And it's kind of everywhere on social media posts that I follow, but just the future is female. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean to you? I think that we've been so repressed as women, um, and not just as women. We've been, the gender female has been repressed. And it's time that we awaken. It's time that we make decisions for ourselves. It's time that we don't need validation from anyone anymore. There are so many circumstances where I feel so strongly if men were, if roles, if gender roles were reversed, it would be so different. And now we're pointing out those differences and we're not taking it anymore. And we're letting, I feel like children, male, female, um, non-binary, any type of child, I feel like they're being raised with so many options of how they identify, mm-hmm. whether it's female, male. Now, that's a whole other subject, but it, it, but it is. There's a feminine, and when I say feminine, I don't mean 
uh, girly, and I hate that term, but I don't mean feminine as like the ideal feminine, but mm-hmm. there is, the feminine is becoming strong. And yeah. to me, that's that's what it means. Um, and we've been, you know, I say we, but I'm talking about, you know, my sisters as women, we've been doing so much for so long. And the women that have come before us that have, you know, paved this path. Um, but I think the most important thing is, do we know ourselves? Do we know ourselves to, I would, I would say, do we know ourselves enough? Are we strong? Do we feel good about ourselves? Because we need strong women in this whole world. We need strong women to lead. And it's starting to happen. Yeah. Um, but I think that that is the future. The future is female. The future is, is everything. The future is anything you want to be, but we've been under just this male-dominated, patriarchal, misogynistic society for so long. I mean, I've swam in it before, and now I'm lucky enough or have aligned enough with the platform, your Venus, where I get to say, no more of that, and we're coming together over weekends so we can talk about it, and you're going to leave empowered and feel like a badass. So mm-hmm. that's that's what it is to me. It's powerful. I feel it. Yeah, I might just literally sit in here. Can I just be fasting in this? Caroline has a girl crush. Um, I do. She so does. I like, just like sit here. Like, can you just come to my office every day? Like, spout your wands. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll pronounce some mantras and just read them. Yeah. It's like wallpaper. That yeah, I know. Meanwhile, Bethany handed me this like amazing moon intention book and was like, get to know yourself before we started this. I was like, oh, thank you. I do want to ask one question though. We were just talking yeah. about how much women have been taking on in the past and what we're coming into now in terms of power. So for you who still do so much, how does balancing your work and your life come into play and how does this affect your your ability to nourish yourself and take care of you and also the people around you, like your relationships? Sure. So in the middle of all this stuff, so full-time job, your Venus, leave and leave. Um, I'm also planning a wedding, so I'm getting married Casual. next year. <laughs> you know, I'm realizing I'm not as wedding-y as I thought I was going to be. Mm. It's crazy. I'm like, mm. like I know we got to get some shit done, yeah. but I'm not like, oh, let's think about lens. I'm, and I thought I was going to be like that, and I'm not um, at all. So it is a balance. So I'm saying that because that, it's the wearing so many hats, but mm-hmm. not wearing hats, being able just to flow uh, mm-hmm. for me. But um, how I check in with, I'm able to turn stuff off, but like with Maven Maid, like I organically have conversations with my friends about skincare mm-hmm. or about health. And it's not that all the time. I mean, I can get down, I can pound some beers. Like, it's not, I'm not like this constantly all the time. I, I don't want to ever be one dimensional. I'm not obsessed with health. I'm not obsessed with oils. Um, I, I'm just, I'm just here. Um, I love that. I'm yeah. just here. I'm like, just what here. a, what a permission statement to be, right? Yeah. And to allow all of these things to happen for you, with you, however it manifests. But, like that statement, I'm just here, just really alleviates all the pressure. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm taking that. There's no, you should never have to explain. Mm. And I feel like I've been around so many people that have to explain, that have to explain where they are, who they've come from. It's like, I don't care. You're here. And that's that's kind of how I guess I feel about my life. But uh, balancing, I guess, my social life and my partnership. I know when I am giving, um, when I don't need to send a last email. I know, and with my partner, I can look at her face, and I know that I need to be with her. Or I know that I need to wrap up making stuff because I'm fucking tired. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not like... I'm not a workaholic, um, even though I don't even know how many hours a week I work. Probably right now, it's probably 60 yeah. or 65 hours a week just because it's the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, I feel like I know when enough is enough or when I need to do more. Um, that's intuitive, but it's going to change. The 
what Blue Ravina grows, that's going to change. But with Blue Ravinas, because Brittany still lives in Oklahoma, I'm here in Richmond, there's, you know, there's an hour time change, but that is the epitome of being able to find that balance because because she's so fiery, she calls me right when she has an idea. And sometimes I'm tired, but I listen, or sometimes I'm not ready to hear it because we're at the point now where I know she's going to call me. Mm-hmm. She knows I'm going to call her. The other day, <laughs> I called her in the morning. She goes, I was waiting for you. I put it out in the universe that I needed you to call me. And that's how it is. Oh, oh my every God. Every we talk to each other. Because we're just so in tune with Yeah, her. yeah. Um, but and how cool is that 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 happens in our universe that you just can feel the energy of someone mm-hmm. when you're that in touch with oh my god it does have i mean even for me who's like not really in tune with anything um <laughs> you are i like i will be thinking about somebody and then like they'll be they'll text like one of my best friends one of my best guy friends will like text me and you know he's in kansas and he'll just be like hey blah, 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 or he'll call me and i'm like Oh, I'm just thinking about you. And, and there's so studies cool. that show, and that's the coolest part, too, of where science is going, is that they're doing research on how this is all channeled and real. So it's woo-woo, but it's not. It's so cool. So cool. Yeah. Uh, I have another know. question. I know. I feel like we need to wrap up at some point, even though that sounds like a terrible idea. Dude, it sounds like this is awesome. I'm um, dying here. But I was wondering, so at the beginning of starting this conversation, you said success to you is not financial or it doesn't have to be. So I'm really wondering what your definition of success is. As an entrepreneur, as a woman in business, I'm interested in success on a personal level and what it is that you see make that will make Maven made into this really successful enterprise for yourself. So monetary success is a byproduct of doing something that you are meant to do. So that means if I am meant to do this, if I'm getting more stores to carry Maven made, if I am having authentic conversations with people at retreats that want us to do a retreat in New Mexico or something like that, that will, money will come. That's how it's supposed to happen. Now, as our culture, we do it opposite. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and we want the money first. And I've been in such money-hungry work environments, and it is the biggest turnoff. And let me tell you, the money doesn't come. When you're forcing it, it doesn't come. So success, personally, I think this one is kind of untraditional. But I would say, like in my partnership, success in my partnership is able being able to fluctuate with one another. Success in life is able to go with the flow. And I'm a person where I'm kind of resistant to change. Um, I like um, things to be the same. But, but I do understand our journeys are constantly shifting. And we have got to either embrace it or we are going to go against it. And that's when dis-ease is going to happen. That's when um, unhappy, your your relationship is now unhappy and things like that. But you have to be able to go with the, with the flow. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to see when something isn't working anymore. And to me, that means a friendship. That can mean a relationship. That can mean a marriage. That can mean a business. That can mean a place, the state you live in. And to recognize that is one thing. And what we do when we recognize those things is we typically sweep them under the rug. But to recognize it and then act upon it is the most important thing to make changes for yourself. Like yeah. it, mm-hmm. that is the way that it happens. And then when you're jiving with the universe, when you find self-love, when you're not hung up on your past or um, issues or uh, your, I don't know, I feel like so many people too are so focused on what happened to them in the past or mm-hmm. that they're sick or you've got to, you've got to move forward. And I see people now and I can have a conversation with them and I can pick up so quickly if they're still where they are and it, it turns me off. It, it kind of repels me because I've been there and I could say so many things about my life and that could be 
why I am who I am or why, you know, I get frustrated with this, but I don't let shit define me. And I think that's important. And I think, oh my gosh, all of that I still resonate with. And I think the biggest practice is learning how to let go. Yeah. And yeah. no one teaches us how to do that. No. No. No.
primal, um, uncomfortable state, I feel like you attract, when you shed all of your stuff, when you just, you're there, you attract the people that are supposed to come to you too. Yes. Or the opportunities, or the situations, or the ending of stuff. Um, for me, it was a lot of that. Um, but it being uncomfortable opens up a doorway, and it breaks the safety zone. It does. So we should all break the safety zone as our intention for in safe ways. In safe ways, and take care of ourselves in the process. Right. But, I mean, speaking of talking about intention and manifestations for this year, like, what better mantra to be comfortable with the uncomfortable? Yeah. Yeah. And you are, you are whole. Like, you are whole without anything. Um, I think that's the most I am. I'm a whole person. Okay. Well, again, never want this to end, but the cleaning people do outside. (laughs) Hey, guys. At about this point, the cleaning crew outside put a major damper on our recording session. And while you can still kind of hear where you can find Bethany online, it's a little bit easier if I just tell you right now. You can find Bethany and her websites for Maven Made at www.mavenmadeerva.com. And you can find URVenus at yourvenus.com. As always, you can find us at www.nexttuesdaypodcast.com. We'll see you next Tuesday.